Chapter 25 of Nettie and Becky's Tale. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Maria Abrenica. Nettie and Becky's Tale by Howard R. Garris. Chapter 25. Nettie in a Snowbank. Mama, said Nettie's Tale. The little boy bear, as he got up from the supper table one evening, may I go over to Sammy Little's house tonight? What for? asked Mrs. Tabtail. Oh, we're going to play with this magic lantern, answered Nettie. We're going to show some funny pictures. All the boys are going to be there. Oh, I wish I could go, cried Becky. And little girl bear, I shall look to see if her green hair ribbon had turned pink. But it had not. I am sorry to say. Pooh! You wouldn't want to be the only girl there, spoke Nettie. Oh, yes, I would, exclaimed Becky. I like boys better than I do girls, and she wasn't at all bashful, like as she said that. Some girls are that way, you know. Well, maybe I'll take you some other night, said Nettie. But may I go over this evening, Mama? Well, I guess so, answered the lady bird slowly. But first, you must study your school lessons. Oh, I'll do that, cried Nettie eagerly. I learned my reading lesson and my number work. I haven't got much. I've just got to find out how many apples a man would have left if he bought two peaches for five cents and sold a bushel of potatoes for thirteen musk melons. What a funny thing to want to know, laughed Becky. Who asked you that question? I don't know, replied Nettie. It is in the book, that's all I know, and I've got to find the answer for myself. I'm not sure, but I think it's a dozen honey cakes. Now, please don't bother me any more, Becky, for I'm going to study. Oh, I won't bother you, said the little girl bear. I've got to study my own lessons, and after that I'm going to make a sky-blue-pink dress for my new doll, Lillian Cheesecake Clothes Basket. Nettie hurried with his studying so that he might go over to the house of Sammy Littletail, the rabbit boy, and see the magic lantern show. A magic lantern, you know, is something like a moving picture show, only different. I guess you've seen one so I don't need to tell you about it. Well, Nettie finished his homeschool work, and I guess he did as you boys and girls may often have done. He skipped the hard parts and only took the easy questions, such as how to spell dog and cat and rot and apple and cake. Then Nettie put on his hat and coat and started to go over to Sammy Littletail's house. It was not a great way there through the woods. The moon was shining brightly, just as it was the night before, when Nettie and Becky went to Kitty Cat's party, and Nettie fell into the flower barrel, as I had the pleasure of telling you in the story before this one. When Nettie got to Sammy Littletail's house, he saw many of his little animal boy friends there, and Sammy was all ready to start the Magic Lantern Show. And oh, what a nice show it was. A white sheet was stacked on the wall 
and on that the pictures were shown. There was one picture of some little dogs in a country called Germany, walking around on their hind legs and eating pie with a spoon. Then there was another picture of a cow blowing her horns to make a nice tune so the grasshoppers could dance. After that, Sammy showed a picture of a big lion roaring in his loudest voice and, so as to make it seem more like a lion, Neddy, the little bear boy, growled as loudly as he could, stooping down under the table to hide himself. And when that picture was shown, and when Neddy growled, Jilly Longtail, the little mousy boy, was so scared that he cried right out loud, I want to go home, I want to go home. Of course, everyone laughed at him, but for all that poor little Jilly was quite frightened. Why, it's only a picture, said Neddy, as he crawled out from under the table where he had been trying to roar like a lion. Don't cry, Jilly, and he wiped away the tears of the little mousy boy on his soft fur. Well, after that, more pictures were shown, and then... Mrs. Littletail, the rabbit lady, brought out some nice sweet cakes for the animal boys and Susie Littletail, the rabbit girl who was a sister to Sammy, as I guess you know, helped her mama pass the cakes around to everyone. Well, everybody had a good time, and when it came the hour for the boys to go home, which was quite early, Sammy looked out of the window and exclaimed, Why, it's snowing hard! Snowing lard, did you say? asked Neddy. No, not lard, and not butter either, answered Sammy with a laugh. I said it was snowing hard, H-A-R-D, not soft, you know. Oh, now I see, cried Neddy. Well, I'm glad it's snowing, for we can have some fun making snowmen and building forts and sliding downhill. I'm glad too, exclaimed Tommy Cat, the kitten boy for it will soon be Christmas, and I always like snow at Christmas. Everyone else at the Magic Lantern Show said the same thing, and soon they had started for their homes because it kept snowing harder all the while, and they did not want to get snowed in. Neddy Stabdale, the little bear boy, hurried along, kicking his paws through the snow and thinking what fun he would have with his sister Becky on their way to school next morning. I'll get out my sled and pull Becky. Though, Neddy, he would do this, you see, because Becky could not come to the Magic Lantern Show. Well, Neddy was walking along, and he was putting out his tongue and letting the snowflakes melt on it, sort of tickling himself like, when, all of a sudden, Neddy heard a roaring sound and a voice cried, Aha! Now I've got you! You shan't fool me this time by covering yourself with flour and making believe you're a polar bear. I'm after you. And out from behind a snowbank rushed the bad old circus lion who had chased Neddy and Becky the night before, when they were on their way home from the cat party. Oh my! exclaimed Neddy. I guess I'd better run. And ran he did through the snow as fast as he could. But lion ran too and he was almost catching up to Neddy when all at once the little bear came to the edge of a hill. He came to it so suddenly that he couldn't stop himself, and the first thing the little bear knew he slid over the top of the hill. Down he fell, right into the middle of a big bank of snow 
on the other side. A snowbank isn't hard like an iron bank in which you put your pennies, and so Neddy wasn't hurt the least mite. I'm glad to say gracious if he had fallen on the hard iron bank. I don't know what might have happened. I guess maybe he'd have broken his toothache anyhow. I'm not saying for sure, but maybe. Anyhow, Neddy fell curve-flopped into the soft snow, and the fluffy flakes closed up over his head, not leaving any hole to show where he had gone in, so that when the bad lion came to the edge of the hill and looked down, expecting to see the little bear boy, he couldn't see him at all, at all, for Neddy was hidden by the kind snowbank. My, that's rather queer, said the lion, sort of roaring to himself and scratching his nose with his tail. Very strange to be sure. I'm positive that Bear Boy is around here somewhere. I just call and make him come out. So the lion called, Hey you, Neddy Stabtail, come out of wherever you are and let me bite you. But of course, Neddy was too smart for that. He just stayed hiding under the snowbank. And finally, the bad lion went away through the storm, growling to himself and wondering what had happened to Neddy. But Neddy stayed in the snowbank for some time. And then finally, the little bear chap began wondering how he was ever going to get out to go home. For the snowbank was very big. And then a funny thing happened. Neddy's warm breath melted a hole in the snowbank and the little bear boy could look out just as if he were looking through the window in a snow house. And in the shining moonlight for it had stopped snowing, he saw a little way off, the very cave in which he lived. Then he scratched hard with his paws and breathed hard with his warm breath, and soon he was out of the snowbank. A little later, he was safe in his own house. And oh my, how glad his mama was to see him. So, he had quite an adventure which goes to show that you can never tell what will happen when a lion chases you. And on the next page, if the popcorn doesn't go bang up against the ceiling and knock the gaslight down cellar, I tell you about Neddy and Becky helping Uncle Wigwood. End of chapter 25 Recording by Maria Abrenica